morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Prospects After Dark. Uh, it is Sunday, March 17th, 2019. I am Kyle Reese. I'm your host for Birth on the Black. Uh, this is Prospects After Dark. We do it every Sunday at 8 o'clock. Now, it seems like we're speeding towards the regular season and also Game of Thrones coming on, so we probably only have a couple more Prospects After Dark ahead of us. Uh, let's see. As I said in our little crawl, our opening crawl here, uh, hello Austin Stone, how are you? As I said in our little opening crawl here, I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about. There's no telling, really. Uh, we can overreact about spring training, we can get excited about, or overly optimistic about the regular season. We can talk about the Dirty 35, which I've been unveiling uh, over at Birds on the Black all month, pretty much. Uh, we're at prospect number seven, that came out today, that's Lane Thomas, tomorrow will be prospect number six. Uh, hello to everyone who is coming in. Uh, hello, beautiful, hello, Stu Styles. Uh, hello, uh, Jack, with the numbers behind it his name uh my cousin charlie hello charlie how are you sir victoria it's great to see you uh you know as i've already dropped an f-bomb uh, i, I want to start to show off maybe a little bit more morose or a little bit more somber than how we normally would i want to raise my glass uh to the family of christian rabbit uh to mr rabbit uh to the family of christian rabbit i, I raise my glass to you he's an important part of our little pat family and uh they're going through a tough time and you know as as christian said fuck cancer so to, to the rabbit family Hey, we've got Mr. Van Grack and Caleb uh, here for PAD tonight. Uh, Caleb has become quite the little prospect, swift-minded young man. Uh, we, we're educating him properly in the, the realm of prospects, and he's really taking to it, so I'm really excited to get Caleb involved. Uh, that's right. As everyone's saying... Um, did he say somber or sober? No, this is definitely somber. I, I couldn't be sober if I tried to be. I'd go 15 minutes into Prospects After Dark, and I wouldn't be, like, of sobriety, and it'd be a disaster. It'd be worse than what it already is. Uh, Kyle, how are you today? I'm doing really good today. I've been trying to take a nap all day, and it's been unsuccessful. Uh, we watched a little bit of Umbrella Academy. That was nice. If you haven't watched Umbrella Academy, you should check it out. Uh, and, uh, and that's what's going on. Graham, our good friend Graham asks, Munoz or Robinson? Well... Uh, as it's kind of been let out the bat, let out of the bag. I'm not the world's biggest fan of Mr. Drew Robinson. I like Gyro quite a bit. Uh, I just my thing with Drew Robinson is I think he's a fine player. I think he's a great depth piece. He'll be up and down between the majors and the minors all year. Uh, I just really think that uh, if you had to pick somebody, you'd go Gyro. I don't necessarily think that the left-handed option that Drew Robinson presents is really that much of a positive or a gain over what you might otherwise see. Uh, let's see. Caleb says, it was great to see prospects at spring training. I know, buddy. And it was awesome to get those pictures of you and them signing pictures and your buddy Randy Rosarena and Lane Thomas. And uh, that's really awesome, man. Uh, should we be worried about the offensive struggles from Jack Clark, 1992, one bird? I'm not worried about it yet. No. Look, again, spring training is spring training. And yes, you want to see him hitting. Uh, but I honestly, I don't care. And I know we're about at that like week to 10 days away. Let's see what this week looks like. You know, tonight's, in today's game, we had Dexter Fowler, Paul Goldschmidt, Paul DeYoung all in in the ninth inning. Now's the time where you really have to start taking it seriously. I, I definitely want them to hit better than how they're hitting, but it's not anything that I'm worried about now. You know, yesterday that lineup had Nolan Gorman in it, and it was a minor league lineup. And that's why you can't invest too much into what's going on. Uh, again, shout out to Nolan Gorman for hitting it, hit that awesome, beautiful home run. Shout out to our good friend Andrew Kisner. I'm going to raise my glass to Andrew Kisner. Uh, out of our beautiful I Heart I Avocado Prospects After Dark mug that Cards Gift sent me. Uh, to him, to that family, who I love quite a bit, uh, I raise my glass. Congratulations to him on that little fun home run. But let's get that drink in there. Uh, but that also goes to show you just like what 
spring training still is this close to Major League Baseball season. Like, you can't get too crazy about it. Uh, that's a heating pad. Uh, I can't wait for Gorman to hit his full potential from Revy Grill. Now, I can't wait for him to hit his potential. Remember, most players never hit their full potential. Even the elite, like, even the elite player prospects, it's not easy to reach your full potential. But if he reaches that, uh, like, 25% attainability of that full potential, he's going to be an amazing major league player. Uh, I'm, I'm really, really excited about him. Uh, Whitewater Returning asks, could Tommy Edmond be the Cardinals' main utility infielder in October? I think there's a chance. And, you know, I don't think that him, with the team now matters. I, I really, I mean, I could be wrong. I wouldn't suspect that there's a chance that he has a chance to break uh, spring training with the big club. But I think that this is more of an audition about as the season progresses. Uh, remember, the Cardinals are in a situation where if they pick Weeders or if they pick Francisco Pena, and if they pick Francisco Pena over Weeders, they're stupid and they're doing it wrong and they're doing it for the wrong reasons, and then they're just painting themselves on a bad corner again. But they have to remove somebody from the 40-man to get one of those guys on. I would find it supremely crazy uh, for them to have to create two 40-man spots to get Edmund on and the backup catcher, uh, especially when they traded for Drew Robinson and they have other utility options and kind of a unusual group of utility infielders there. They've got a lot to work out there. They need to see what they have before they can go to Edmund, even if Edmund is the best option for that. Uh, just my own personal opinion. Uh, Shield Face says, I'm officially removed from Silent. Uh, uh, the, I've officially removed the silent end from Kisner's name. Yeah, uh, I think that there's a lot of people who would like for that to happen. I personally like it. Uh, Caleb asks, is Andrew Kisner the next regular Cardinals catcher? You know, that's the question that's plagued humanity since the beginning of time, uh, uh, Caleb. I think that uh, I think that we're just going to have to wait and see. Mr. Mr. Molina only has two more years left as a catcher. Uh contract-wise in the Cardinals organization, but you know he's going to play for as long as he wants. One thing that he was he was very vocal about in that interview with Mr. Rick Hummel was saying that he's going to, the only way that he continues to play baseball is if he can catch 130, 120 games. So if he thinks he's going to play 130, 120 games, it kind of mitigates the need for Andrew Kisner uh, in, in the immediate future. It just all depends on how that shakes out. If you had to pick one person in the organization, that would be definitely, definitely, uh, uh, <laughs> That'd definitely be one of the option you would check. To my idiot friends in Atlanta who are texting me, uh, uh, my cousin Charlie, uh, his lovely girlfriend April, and I think Lemmy's there. Hello, Lemmy. Uh, I, I, I'll raise my glass to you. Get all kinds of crunk and get weird. Do stupid shit. I don't know. I'll tell you. Light Atlanta on fire. Don't do it, though. Do it. Uh, how important is the next start for Hudson? Hmm. So on the Two Birds on a Bat podcast, one of the things that I might have mentioned is I don't necessarily think that, like, Dakota Hudson can win the fifth spot. I think that it's more about John Gant losing the fifth spot. And I know that that's a fun little turn of phrase that a lot of sports talk radio likes to throw at you uh, to make themselves sound smarter than they are. And you know what? I'm trying to sound smarter than I am. So uh, joke's on you. But, uh, yeah, that's that's what I think. Look, I, I think that short of having that magnificent type start that we saw to Jordan Hicks last year, uh, you know, that secured him a spot in the bullpen. I think that more than likely that spot's going to go to John Gant. Uh, I don't, again, it's not what I would do. Uh, maybe he can blow them away, but we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, Lemmy is indeed here. We miss you. I miss you too, AP. I miss you, uh, I miss you, Charlie, and I miss you, Lemmy. Lemmy lives here though. I just, I've got to get together with Lemmy and Cindy, uh, and get some booze one of these nights. You guys got your passport, right? Uh, MILB Games tomorrow from Patrick. Yeah, so our good friend Patrick B, uh, is down at, uh, spring training. And uh, that's an exciting thing for him. Patrick, I hope that they... Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, 
Uh, I think that they, uh, so, I'm sorry, I got distracted. I'm so easily distracted. Uh, Southwest might have fucked up your luggage. Uh, I, I'm sorry about that. I hope that they get that shit straightened away for you, man. Uh, and more importantly, I hope you have a great time tomorrow. I, I really do. Like, enjoy your week. Uh, like I said, you'll see the major leaguers and the minor leaguers on the backfield probably about 9 o'clock. Uh, the rumor is that Mr. Schilt hasn't necessarily been as aggressive about, about getting the players on the field earlier. So you're just going to have to play it by ear. You might miss a couple of drills or events. Uh, that first day, but they'll rectify it. The communication there is pretty good, so you should be able to uh, get the information that you'll need. Uh, when is your lease up from Good Life, Sean? My my lease on life is up probably in five years, I would imagine. Can't imagine wanting to live past another five years. No, I uh, my lease, I don't I don't have the slightest idea. I've been here for so long, I, they just kind of re up me, and I don't know if I'm spent if I'm paying enough in rent or not. Uh, Wayno looks like he will log some quality innings this year from Lil Wee two fifteen. Uh, our Z15, rather. That's what we're all hoping for. He's looked good this spring. Uh, hopefully that arm issue is kind of straightened out. And hopefully we have uh, nothing but positive things to say about Adam Wayne right here in the coming months. Uh, Evan Mendoza, uh, let's see, at Corey said something about Evan Mendoza starts at third base in Springfield. I don't know exactly how this is all going to shake out with the third baseman and first baseman situations in the minor leagues. I think it's interesting that Evan Mendoza has been playing a lot of first base when he's playing for the Cardinals during spring training. I think that's something we need to keep an eye on. Not that Evan Mendoza's future is at first base, but that Evan Mendoza is going to log a lot of utility innings uh, in the Cardinals system. I think that it's going to be really interesting to see what they do with Evan Mendoza. I wouldn't be surprised, and I, like, or not maybe necessarily Mendoza, but I, I'm like with Montero and with Gorman, I'm anxious to see what's going to happen. Like. I, there was something that Joe Mazzalek said on KMOX today about the potential of Gorman starting in Palm Beach. And that kind of changes how they can jockey the roster. So that's just something we're going to have to keep an eye on. Uh, let's put it this way. More than likely, you'll see Montero at double A at some point. You'll definitely see Mendoza at double A. And hopefully Mendoza finds his way to triple A in the near, the near future. Uh, I hope Gorman makes it to Springfield this year. It could very well happen. Caleb says, Wayno will be back to a good quality pitcher. I trust you, Caleb. Uh, we missed him last week. The lovely and talented and amazing uh, and wonderful and awesome and Jason Hicks uh, is right in here uh, in our uh, uh, Prospects After Dark. So to Mr. Jason Hicks, I raise my glass the godfather of Prospects After Dark. It's great to have you back on board, my friend. Uh, we missed you. It's not the same without you. Who's that chick on the top of your bookshelf? Well, so what you'll notice is that that's the sister of the girlfriend of Jack Flaherty. And then back there is the actual girlfriend of Jack Flaherty. And actually, we're going to pull these down tonight. Uh, so what we have what we have here, as provided to you by the lovely and talented Cardinals gifts, is you have the, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the girlfriend there of that Jack Flaherty. And then you actually have the sister there, who I'm, I'm for. And then you actually have the mom. Now, take a quick look at this mom, right? Now, you do you, but, I mean, you're going to want to do you is what I'm trying to tell you. Look at that. Look at this. I mean, it's a smoke show family is what it is. That's what it is. Thank you, Cards Gifts, for being a pervert like myself. All right. What else do we have? We missed a bunch of stuff. OMG. There's a lot of OMG going on on the screen. Uh, where's Bader's sister? That's Sasha. You treat her like the proper lady she is. Uh, this is a little creepy from Jack and a bunch of numbers and seems pretty normal to me. Uh, let's see. Hey, Kyle, you're kind of cute from Graham. Grandma, we can't have this conversation until you turn 18 here in like months. And then I'll wear you like a suit. Uh, I drink to the squinting bobble, uh, from James Goes Boom. 
Uh, again, so we'll go to the squinting bobblehead, too. Apparently, it's arts and crafts show tonight here at Prospects After Dark. Uh, my sexy cousin, Charlie. Uh, he weighs about 110 pounds or something like that, soaking wet. Uh, he's in Atlanta. He goes by Ala Moses on this. He sent me this amazing uh, bobblehead. And take a look at it. Take a look at it. And, look, it's almost like me. It's like, hold on. I love you, Charlie. I love you. To those Hoosiers in Atlanta, I'm drinking you. I don't care if you're vegans or not. Oh, God, it's getting weird in here now. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It's a little creepy. Hurts my heart. Uh, you're no fun from Graham. Uh, a lot of talk about Gritchick's sister, which is really what we're here for. Uh, what you drinking from uh, Steve Killiam? I'm drinking Buffalo Trace. Just uh, some solid, standard Buffalo Trace at this point. That's basically what we're dealing with. Uh, I'll wear you like a suit episode. We talk, hey, Miss Miranda, hello. Uh, cheers, Kyle. Cheers, Charlie. I love you, buddy. Uh, Gritchick's sister would wear Kyle like a suit. One can only hope. Uh, <laughs> let's see. We've got, uh, who else? Oh, you know what? Actually, there's stuff that I can't talk about. That's just for gifts and I. Never mind. Uh, the Kyle gets drunk and talks about people's family episode. Uh, look, I'll talk about Graham's family. Just we have to wait until he's 18. Uh, so what's up with Seamart? Uh, he's dead. He died of dysentery. Is he throwing? Charlie, yes. He uh, he started throwing very lightly this week. They're waiting. They're going to reevaluate in a couple days to see how he responded to it. There's varying rumors and reports about when he'll end up making it back to the major leagues. We've heard May. We've heard June. Uh, but remember, it's going to take him a month. You, you know, when you're talking about a guy who might build up to be a starter, then you're talking about a month progression to become a starter. Uh, let's see. The Girlfriends and Sisters episode of Pad. Uh, that's just for gifts and I. Never mind. Such a tease. Uh, he died of the he died of dysentery episode. I like that a couple weeks ago we let in to everyone that gifts and I can never remember what to call an episode, even though we talk about it. And now you guys are really trying to help us out. Please do not stop that. A Rebby Girl says Kyle with the tease. Uh, what are your thoughts on Carlos and what happens there? If you have an asset like Carlos Martinez at this point, my belief is that you don't pigeonhole yourselves with putting him in one spot, right? Your best bet is to stretch him out like a starter if he's ready to throw. And if all of your starters are fine, then you put him in the bullpen uh, when he's ready. And if they're not, then you find uh, – you just replace him in one of those bad starters in the rotation with him. It's almost nice – Look, I worry about how the fifth, the fifth starter, the fourth, fifth starter works out. You know, I'm, I worry about Adam Wainwright. I worry about what happens if they go with John Gant over Dakota Hudson. Uh, you know, in the long run, I like John Gant a lot. Nothing against him. Uh, uh, but I like that Carlos Martinez is going to come. Hopefully, if he's healthy, hopefully, if that shoulder has worked itself out uh, and end up being a nice little relief option, whether it be as a starter or a reliever. Uh, somebody asked me if I filled out my bracket. The one thing I want to say is uh, I, I love Rob Reigns. You know, we talk about a lot of the, the local media, uh, and the one guy who always gets overlooked is Rob Raines. I love Rob Raines. Uh, he is a, a St. Louis Hall of Famer. He's an amazing man, a great writer. He's been doing a great stuff with prospects over at STL Sports Page. Check him out because he's wonderful. But that's the one bracket that I will fill out. Uh, he makes it available to the public. Uh, they usually have some good prizes. A couple years back, I won the bracket, and I won like 15 filet mignons and a small little uh, uh, mini uh, grill which was awesome. I think this year the top prize is like two free nights at a Drury Inn. Uh, anyways, if you're going to fill out a bracket, do there. It's free. It's nothing. And I, I love Rob Raines. Anyway, we can support that guy. Uh, I'm all about it. it Rob Raines, now I have nothing against Rick Hummel. I, I love and appreciate Rick Hummel. He's a Hall of Famer from a baseball writer's perspective. Uh, you know, he's a baseball Hall of Famer. Uh, but he still values pitchers' wins. And Rob Raines doesn't value them the same way. And all I'm trying to say is that maybe sometimes hype leads 
to fame, and that's not always the best thing. Uh, let's see. Do you like Victor Garcia from Graham? Yes, I do. Uh, this guy's a wussy. I very much am. Yeah, I've got a small dick, too. Things getting weird in here yet? Uh, no, not at all. What's the best barbecue side? Potato salad or beans? Uh, waffle fries. Go slew. Yeah, go slew. That's fun. Uh, let's see. Are you trying to be serious all of a sudden? It's hilarious from Good Life Sean. I didn't even realize I was being serious. Uh, that pad shirt looking fresh. Yeah, look at this thing, babies. Look at this thing. A little Prospects After Dark t-shirt for you right there. Uh, uh, Rob is awesome. One playoff tickets from him five years ago. Yeah, Steve, our good friend Stephen McNeil, who does the, the SDL hat trick. I raised my glass to him. I like Stephen quite a bit, too. He's a great a great person. Mm. I think our good friend Ryan Maskey says, any news on where Terry Fuller could go this year, uh, if he's healthy? I've kind of been told, uh, and it's not necessarily by a source that I feel 100% comfortable with, so don't take this to the grave, uh, and also don't die. Uh, but... I've been told that he's going to Johnson City. He's going to start at Johnson City. Uh, and we'll see where it goes from there. I don't think that they're ready to be aggressive with him and, like, put him at Peoria. But don't be surprised if, like, the like mechanics of the organization work in his favor in the near future. Uh, three nights in a hotel. Who are you taking, Kyle? Myself. Why would I take anybody but myself? I'm selfish like that. Uh, where I would, I would pleasure myself. I would get three nights in a hotel, right? And I would get three different rooms, and I'd get two beds in each room, and I would just pleasure myself greatly on all six of those beds and not clean up after myself. I'd rub that in probably with my own stomach is probably what I would do just to make a point. That's how you – that's a power move. That's a hotel power move. Everyone else is doing it. You should do it too. Uh, where is gifts and that gif of the bobblehead of the bobblehead? Wow, that's very meta good life, Sean. Uh, kind of black Sarah is in here. <laughs> I think that that's somebody on my kickball team. Uh, missing Kyle's antics are the worst. Miss you guys. Uh, did I miss anything? No. No, we've been doing this for a year and a half or something like that. You haven't missed one thing. Uh, hey, buddy. Hey, Eric Thomas. How are you, man? Uh, just got here. Hello, Drake man. Welcome. Ronnie Williams, full-time reliever at AA from Forever Cards. Ronnie Williams is going to be a full-time reliever moving forward. Remember, he's still working his way back from Tommy John surgery that he had about a year ago. So we're talking about him still being a couple months out from making a, a, a 2019 debut. But keep an eye on Ronnie Williams because if his arm's healthy, he's going to be a very valuable relief pitching asset moving forward for the Cardinals organization. Uh, brought my pad shirt to Jupiter. Stu Styles is in Jupiter. Stu, have a great time, man. Uh, remember, wear that thing right behind home plate and play with your nipples a little bit in front of TV. Do what you got to do. Just draw attention to that shirt. Uh, and then when you get kicked out, just stop at the margarita stand. It's right there at the third baseline. Get one on your way out. Everything will be fine. It'll be fine, I swear. Uh, who's the closer? You are. Uh, let's see. Oh, hey, Ashley's in here. Who would have thought, huh? Uh, let's see. Who's the closer? Uh, one thing I've stayed pretty solid on here is I think that Mr. Jordan Hicks and Mr. Andrew Miller come close to splitting the duties. Look, Jordan Hicks is going to put himself in a position where he's going to be so lights out during the season that it's going to be hard to get away from him. Uh, I can't imagine, you know, it, I think that they'll play the, the matchups early, but I think that when we're talking about it in the long run, it's going to be Jordan Hicks. By the way, uh, we mentioned it via the Twitter thing there, but seeing Jordan Hicks throw that changeup in-game was fantastic. He threw that pitch in the minor leagues. It's great to see him getting the opportunity to throw it in the majors, and hopefully that translates over to the major league, uh, the major league side. Uh, we're all going to die someday. That's a very, very good point. Uh, that's the poignant kind of lesson I want you to leave here with. Uh, Sean Ewing asked Edmund and Thomas legit to be excited about or at best bench guys long term. So two, uh, two kind of different things there. Tommy Edmund, uh, again, go read my dirty 35 write up on him over at birds on the black. I'm very proud of what I said. And you know what? I was dead on about everything I said too. So read it and that'll give you like the full on, but 
Tommy Edmond, what you want on Tommy Edmond is you want him to be your super utility player, get someone between 350 to 400 uh, plate appearances a year, and holds his own at three or four different defensive positions. Uh, you call him a bench bat, but he's like the optimum bench bat, right? He's Daniel Descalso at his best. He's a step above Greg Garcia at his best. Like, that's Tommy Edmond. Now, Ling Thomas is a different story. I wrote that article today for Birds on the Black. Go read it. That'll tell you all you need to know. I think I think that Lane Thomas has a chance to be the usurper of Harrison Bader. I, I think that, you know, on the, the television broadcast today, Jimmy Edmonds said that Harrison Bader is going to hit 30 home runs at the major league level. Uh, if it happens that way, you're talking about a guy who's going to have a 220 average and a 280 on base percentage and who's going to have to sell out for home run power. He's not ever going to be a complete player. That's not his game. Uh, 30 home runs is crazy. Think about that. Like, Paul DeYoung doesn't even have that kind of power. You know, one step at a time, see where it goes from there. Uh, DeYoung has that power. He just it hasn't manifested in-game yet, so we're going to have to wait and see. Boy, 60 messages. I missed this. The three nights in a hotel episode. Uh, where's Ashley? She's right there. There's Ashley right there. She's waving at you. Uh, I keep missing. I feel like Kyle would jump on the beds. I would jump on the beds, but then my back would break into a thousand pieces and it'd be a disaster. Uh, do you miss Oscar Mercado? No, no. Well, as you know, I'm not the world's biggest fan of Connor Capel, uh, but I love Jan Torres. So, uh, look, the Cardinals have plenty of outfielders at the upper, upper levels. Uh, Oscar Mercado is a fine player. He's going to be a very, very good starting uh, outfielder on a second division team. Believe it or not, there's a chance that second division team might be the Indians this coming year, but might make the playoffs because of how bad the, uh, the AL Central is. He has a chance to be a very, very good player. Uh, more than likely a great fourth outfielder in the long run. Uh, Thus, 15 fillets and six bed pleasuring episode. <laughs> the, the, we'll call this the, the, the new math episode of Prospects After Dark. Uh, man, so thought, uh, man, I so thought that O'Neill ball was gone today. I'm glad you're bringing that up, Austin Stone, because that gives us a chance to talk about the Florida State League again. Now, what you'll notice is the wind was blowing hard from right to left field during tonight's game, or today's game. And, uh, you know, when Pedro Alvarez hits a ball a mile off the bat, it goes over the wall. There's nothing you can do about it. I mean, he launched that. But when you get somebody like Tyler O'Neill who put a ball kind of on a line and smoked it, that's a home run at Bush Stadium. That's a home run in nearly any other minor league league. But because it's Roger Dean and the way that the wind blows and swirls, because it doesn't just – it's not just blowing left to right. It's actually swirling as it's blowing. Uh, it retards the ball. It keeps it in, in, in the field of play. And that was just enough. And that's – that's part of the reason why when we talk about the Florida State League in Palm Beach and those stats and what they mean and how like skewed they are, uh, that's part of the reason why. Uh, let's see. Man, we've got a lot of questions. Have you seen D. Gould's article with the new pitches? I, I, I read it over really quick uh, earlier today. I love it. Mr. Gould is fantastic, uh, incredible, and that was a lot of fun. I'm going to go back and I'm going to read over it. Uh, there was one that I thought... I guess it was Chase and Shreve who was going, it might have been Chase and Shreve. He had the spike slider that he's working on. I worry about that. I don't necessarily think that it's going to sound crazy, but I don't know if he has the hands for that. You got to have, anyways, I, I don't think that that's the best thing for him, but we're going to have to wait and see. I like that he's trying it out. And this is another reason why you can't invest too much what's going on in spring training because guys are screwing with pitches. They're screwing with locations. They're trying different things. Uh, I'm not worried about the offensive struggles. I'm not worried about the pitching. Uh, again, I'm the guy who thought that this team was an 88 to 92 win team at the most. So, uh, I still feel that way. I just haven't invested much into what's going on in spring training. Uh, baldy batty. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm bad at this and I am bald. You're right. I got to see former Cardinals greats, Borges and Greg Garcia, and I nearly cried from Drake, man. It's funny. I was thinking to myself earlier today when Jim Edmonds was talking about Harrison Bader, like, would it surprise you at all? 
if Harrison Bader ended up like Peter Borges. You know, I, I was watching Harrison Bader bunt, and he was, you know, trying to work on the bunt to get on base. And it's not the same thing that we saw out of Peter Borges. Uh, I think that Mr. Harrison Bader has a higher upside than that, and I hope that he doesn't rely too heavily on his plus speed and forget exactly how what else he's capable of. Uh, who is headed to Peoria to keep an eye on? You know, uh, that's tough. Like, I would like, there's a chance Nolan Gorman starts in Palm Beach, but, uh, you know, uh, he might be at Peoria. Uh, Kevin Woodall, uh, uh, everyone's uh, favorite prospect, Lars Newtbar, I could see the, being there. Nick Dunn will probably be there. A lot of the draftees from 2018 will probably be there. Steve Gendry, when he's healthy, one of my favorite pitchers, Michael Barrett, will probably be there. Uh, you might not necessarily have like the highest like excitement level, but you have some pretty legitimate major league prospects uh, that could find their way to Peoria. What becomes really interesting is what the Cardinals do with John Torres, Jan Torres, or Malcolm Nunez. And I could very well see Torres being at Peoria. And if that's the case, you're going to want to buy a ticket right away and go check him out. Our good friend Derek Iowanek says, who is headed to Oh, well, he's got to that. Uh, what happened to Rob Kaminsky? Will he ever be a contributor at the major league level? Now, Rob Kaminsky was actually pitching in the Arizona Fall League this past year. Uh, I think he's still a part of the Indians organization, but now that I say it out loud, I don't think he is. Uh, he's whoever, whatever organization he is, I don't know about a major league contributor, but don't be surprised if he makes a major league debut this year or next. Uh, how did Dennis Ortega do this spring? Well, you know, he didn't get much into games much. I saw him take one at bat, put a ball uh, to right center field on a fly, didn't get a hit out of it or anything like that. Uh, he stayed in camp for a while. He still might be in big league camp. I'm not sure. I know they optioned Godoy down. And uh, um, McCarville, I believe, uh, and Shania. Uh, but all indications are that he was doing fine. I don't have a lot of information. We're going to have to wait until he gets to Palm Beach and, uh, and see where we go from there. Uh, Kyle loves him some Tommy Edmond from Art Rye Smith. Yeah, I like Tommy Edmond a lot. Again, I try to keep it as realistic with these players as possible. I, I love him. Do I think he's going to be an everyday starter for multiple years? No, no. I think that he'll, he'll be a sufficient starter maybe for a year or two in the major leagues. But he's going to make his money as a very, very good utility player uh, with, with option as a utility player. He's a very, very good shortstop. He's a very, very good second baseman. He has some work to do at third. Don't be surprised if at some point in his time with the Cardinals, he's playing the outfield. He's athletic enough to roam an outfield. Uh, he has a strong enough arm that you could probably put him in right field and be fine. But no, he'd be fine in left. Uh, he's going to fill a super utility role. And because he can hit both left-handed and right-handed and actually hit both left-handed and right-handed, he becomes a valuable asset. Uh, let's see. <laughs> so bald. Super bald. I am mega bald. Extremely bald. Ultra bald. I want to... Ultra... <laughs> that is great. And cratered. Don't forget the cratered part. Um, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, say Hudson wins the fifth starter. Who goes down, Leon or Brebbia? It should be Leon. If John Brebbia goes down, then the Cardinals have made a terrible mistake. Uh, what Cardinals jersey should I buy? I really love Bader, but who else should I think about getting? Uh, Jack Flaherty. Get Miles Michaelis. How about that? Uh, how nervous does our lefty relief core make you from Moondog24? Pretty nervous. I'm worried about the lefties. Uh, Tyler Webb got hit hard today. Chasen Shreve is another issue. Brett Cecil is another issue. Uh, you know, Tommy Lane might have been the most positive or the, the most attractive of the group that isn't named Andrew Miller. I'm not worried about Andrew Miller yet. Uh, we'll see what it looks like this week leading into spring training uh, or leading into the regular season. Uh, not worried about it yet, but yeah, it's a little worrisome. But I, 
I'm not any less or more worried about the left-handed relief core as I was this time last year or this time in September of last year. Like, the left-handed relief core has been an issue, and it's up to the Cardinals to make the right decisions. Uh, Tony Sipp signed, like, a one-year, $3 million contract or something crazy like that. They missed that. Uh, I don't remember what the contract was. I didn't see it, but I remember whatever it was thinking, oh, that's modest enough that the Cardinals should have... Should have pulled the trigger on that, but they love their internal options. Are you buying or selling a Rick Ankiel comeback story? Well, you'd have to buy it because honestly, like, I am I buying the story? Yeah, I'm buying the story. It's a it's a smart investment. Am I buying the actual chance of it happening? Uh, if I if I'm capable of removing my own emotions from it, uh, no, no. There's like he's coming off a, a surgery. Most of the people who come out of that surgery haven't had success. Success. Just ask Seth Manis, who the surgery's named after. Uh, he's been prolific in the majors, hasn't he, since it happened? No, not at all. Uh, there's been two or three other pitchers that have gone through it. None of those guys have, have rekindled the spark that they showed a, as a player in the long run. Uh, you know, like, I'm not, I wouldn't be optimistic. I wouldn't bet on it. But he is a fighter. And he's an incredible person, and I'm rooting for it, and I'm hoping for it, and we're just going to have to wait and see. Will Alvaro Sejas make a name for himself this year uh, from our good friend Graham? Uh, I don't know what you mean by make a name for himself. Like People already know who he is. He was a top international uh, pitching prospect a couple years back. I think he has a positive year as compared to last year. Uh, I don't know if it will be what you would want out of a top 30 prospect in the organization. Uh, that opposing pitcher had a nasty changeup, also pitched at Drury. I like him. There you go. Uh, he's not bald, just giving a hom an um, homage homage uh, to an avocado. That's right. Uh, anything to Carp's injury? Uh, no. From uh, uh, J.A. Uh, Gaff, 1995, anything to Carp's injury? As someone who has an achy, miserable back a lot of the time, uh, I look, It's uh, any back injury sucks. It's miserable. But look, it, we're, we're investing too much into it. They knew it was achy yesterday. They kept him out of the lineup today. I wouldn't worry about it at all. Now, if we get to Wednesday and he still hasn't played in a game, then let's start worrying about it. But, uh, the one thing about Carp is he, he, I heard him say that he wanted to be a little bit more proactive this spring about just shutting it down, uh, when he didn't need to be in a lineup if his back got achy. Uh, boy, we're flying. God. Uh, we talk about, uh, we talked about Portland a while back. But are there any other possible landing spots for a new team? Uh, you know, I've heard Austin. There, there's been a lot of talk about Nashville. San Antonio has a big market size. I, I think if you ask anybody who has any invested interest in the history of baseball, they would tell you Montreal. Uh, those are some of the other markets that I've heard. Who was the one person you were impressed with this spring? Uh, Jake Woodford really surprised me. I, I'm really impressed with what I've seen out of Jake Woodford. He seems to be holding his velocity pretty okay. His chain or his uh, curveball, rather, that we talked about in his dirty 35 write-up, seems to have taken that next step that we kind of anticipated. Even going back last year, it's taken that next step. His body is strong, uh, and he seems to be in the right mind frame for for wanting to compete and maybe make a name for himself. So uh, he would be one of the people that has stood out to me. Uh, I'm excited about Dylan Carlson. We wrote about him earlier in the week. I love him. Everybody's on his bandwagon. If there's a player in the minor leagues that deserves to have a bandwagon being dragged behind him, it's Dylan Carlson. Uh, he's such a great kid, such a smart kid, such a great family. Uh, but I'm not quite there yet. Like we're seeing, he had that big home run off of Edwin Diaz, which was awesome. But you're also seeing part of the reason why he's still a 20-year-old that struggles a little bit. He tops pitches a lot. Like, there's a lot of work still to be done there. But if I had to pick one person, I'd pick Jake Woodford. Hey, you need toupee. I need a toupee. You're right. Uh, 
by the way, Doofus645840067. I can't get enough of that. Uh, Balder is more gorgeous than Borgeous. Hi, Ashley. <laughs> Bader is more gorgeous. I love it. Balder is too, though. Uh, you think Matheny calls Manus into the game during his sleep? I think he, uh, I think he goes to Manus, and then after that, he goes to Bowman. Uh, was the Gorman home run a fluke or unsurprising for you? Uh, from Jasticles, from Josh, our good friend Josh. Uh, I wouldn't, it's not either to me. Like, it, it wasn't a fluke. Uh, Kyle Barraclaw was throwing pitches 92 miles an hour at the belt. And when you throw that and then you throw a changeup that doesn't move right over the middle of the plate, uh, it's going to get hammered. Now, Gorman's bread and butter is power, so he put it over the fence. It's a positive. It's awesome. I wasn't surprised by it, and it wasn't a fluke. It was just a good piece of hitting from an 18-year-old uh, against what is basically a tee shot. Uh, let's see. Thoughts on Ankiel? Could he be effective from B Rick four? Uh, I'm not there to be able to tell you yet. I know that if that curveball shows anything like it did years and years ago, uh, then yeah, he can definitely be effective. He said on the TV broadcast today that he's up to throwing from 90 feet. He has about four or five more of those in him before he moves to 120, and then he'll back after he does that progression in his throwing program, he'll get on a mound. Uh, anxious to see what happens. Can he be? Yeah, of course he can be. Of course he can be. Will he be? That's a whole other story. Uh, and the odds are against him. I, I don't know if he will or not, but I would say the odds are against him. Uh, my phone has a mind of its own tonight. Yeah, fuck these phones. Uh, did you see Moustakis is going to be the starting second baseman for the Brew Crew? I didn't see he was going to be the starting second baseman, uh, but I knew that he was going to play some second base. Cecil going to get uh, FDA'd. Yeah, yeah, they're going to uh, they're going to slap that little black label on him, and he's not going to be able to be sold in your local supermarket. Jeff Moore, uh, your thoughts on Mayers making the 25-man or getting DFA'd? Uh, Mike Myers will be on the 25-man. I know it's spring training, but how did we nearly get no hit by the Marlins? Uh, the answer is it's spring training. <laughs> Pat B says, Cervenka. Uh, getting back to our left-handed pitching options. I'm getting less optimistic about this team every day. John Greco, our good friend John Greco, says, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people are. Again, I'm not there yet. I this It's spring training. I want to see what this week looks like. Uh, and then we'll just have to wait and see. I, I want to see the offense get going for sure. I want to see the left-handed side of the bullpen clear itself up. But I'm still, like, I don't feel any different than I did a month ago. Uh, I want to see what it looks like at the start of the season. Derek asks, over under two trades for Cardinals before season starts. I'll take the push. I'll say two. It's two minor trades to clear up the 40-man. Uh, could we see the Cardinals going after Kimbrell if he goes into the season without a contract? Only if it's on a one-year deal. Uh, uh, Jack with a bunch of numbers after his name. My guess would be and at a reduced price, right? Like the Greg Holland deal where you got him for one year is $14 million. If if Mr. Kimbrell's willing to take one year $16 million or one year $17 mil, then something like that could happen. But it would have to be at a huge discount just like it was with Holland as compared to where we thought his market would be. Uh, my good friend Vicinity, uh, uh, a fantasy baseball friend, uh, me and Mr. Powers sitting in the theater with holes in the popcorn bucket waiting for Captain Marvel. I love it. Now, I need you to jerk Nate off for me. I need you to reach deep into that popcorn bucket, and I need you to just frost-cover that popcorn for me. And, and you know what? I need Nate to stare at you in your eyes lovingly is what I need you to do. But don't let Nate jerk you off. Nate's too good for that. Uh, to be honest, I think Carp just had too many green beers. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I like to hope that he had too many greenies. Uh, how was the best closer in baseball over the past few years? Still the free agent this March. Because he wants more money than what the analytic market is telling him he's worth. Uh, that's where I'm at. What type of year are you expecting from Fowler? I have no expectations for Dexter Fowler's year. I know I'm the worst kind of fan, and I, I'm a terrible analyst, too. I don't think it's going to be 2017. I don't think it's going to be 2018. I think it's probably somewhere in between. 
you know, he 12 home runs. Like his career average, right? Because his career average is 12 home runs, 28 doubles, something like that, 270, 360, something like that. Like not enough where he stokes the offense, but enough where he holds his own. If I'm betting in Vegas, that's where I'm putting the money at. Uh, you want to jump on Gio or Dallas, bro? I wouldn't be opposed to Gio Gonzalez, but the Cardinals won't do it. Uh, Dam had some major video issues. That's just my face. Do you think Carp playing third could hurt his back more than playing at first? Ooh, I do not really, and that's an interesting point to bring up. I think just the act of having to throw more uh, will put extra strain on his back. Uh, I do worry about that, right? Because he's probably going to be diving around more. Uh, it'll be about positioning for him is going to be the big thing. But that's an interesting thing, and it's something worth keeping an eye on. Good point, Burley. Uh, I lost, like, the past 30 minutes. So did I, honestly. I probably lost, like, the last 40 minutes of my life. Uh, I love your twinkling uh, anus eyes from Kind of Black Sarah. Look, it's taking every ounce of me right now to not pull my pants down and show you my my anus. I want to do it so bad. I really, really do. Uh, but, you know, it's not good for the podcast later because then they don't get the visual aid. I'll show you it when I see you next. Uh, Montreal and Portland are top two right now for Futures game. Sure, works for me. Dylan Carlson's left-handed swing is a thing of beauty from Aaron LC. I agree. Uh, have you showed us what you're drinking yet for my cousin Charlie? Charlie, we are drinking Buffalo Trace tonight. Uh, and I've already done like seven. Uh, apparently, there's no place to put that down over there. Uh, I've already done like seven cheers to you guys. So here's another one. I don't like you anymore. Sorry. Come back to St. Louis. Are we going back to my anal eye again? My Annie eye? Uh, and then after he's done with Bowman, he goes to Seacrest. I like that. Uh, over under one appearance by Ankiel this season. I'll say over. God, I can't believe I just said that. Yeah, I'll say over. I'll say uh, the Cardinals are 25 games below 500 to come September time. And uh, they go to him in September. No, none of that's going to happen. I do think Ankiel gets into a game, though. Whatever happened to Tyler Lyons? He signed a minor league contract with, like, the Rangers or some shit like that. I don't know. Maybe the Indians? I don't remember, and I don't know how he's doing this spring. Thoughts on Trevor Rosenthal? He looks like Jason Wirth. Uh, Gorman's swing is sexy. Excited to watch him in Peoria. Uh, Gorman's swing is sexy for sure. All three of the gentlemen who hit home runs yesterday, uh, Mr. Kister, Mr. Rosarena, and Mr. Gorman, all have sexy swings. They're sexy boys with sexy swings. Uh, my thoughts on Trevor Rosenthal is I thought he looked good. He dialed it up to like 102 real quick just to show it while he was living 95-96. I'm rooting for him. I hope he has a great year uh, with the Nationals. Where does normal, where does Gorman start the year from Sam 32 Woolbowl? Hey Sam, what's up, man? Uh, does the spring impact the decision at all? I would think, uh, look, I'm gonna hedge and I'll take the easy way out. I'll say Gorman starts at Peoria. There's a chance he starts at Palm Beach, but I'll say he starts at Peoria. And does that home run change it? I'll say that if he, the one home run he hit on a belt high, uh, missed changeup after a 92 mile an hour belt high fastball, if that's the kind of thing that gets the Cardinals to change their mind about where they're going to assign him to start a year, then the Cardinals are doing it wrong. Uh, that should have no weight at all. Especially because in that game, he looked awful against Max Scherzer. He struck out on a fastball that went almost between his legs, and then he struck out on a breaking pitch that was in the dirt. And he also had two errors that game. Like, a home run does not cancel out or, you know, or it doesn't cancel that out. One step at a time with all that. Uh, Edmund looks ready to join the big league squad now. Really impressive yesterday. It's been a great spring for Tommy Edmund. I, uh, I'm really happy for him. I, I couldn't be any happier. He's really impressed me. Uh, and, and again, I, I think he's ready for the major leagues. It's just a matter of when the opportunity will present itself. Uh, will present itself. Would you consider doing this from Atlanta? Uh, from kind of black Sarah? Yeah, I, I do it from Atlanta. 
Uh, I'd do it really from anywhere. I say that, but then I'd just get there and I'd probably just veg out. Besides Danny Mac, who is your favorite commentator? I am. I am my favorite commentator. The Nolan Gorman and Cecil is DFA'd episode. Jerko, yes or no? Yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd bang Jerko. I... Yeah, I'd bang Jerko. Yeah, yes. Uh, who would you trade to make space on the 40-man? I'd trade you. No, I would trade... I Well, look, you know, for me, it's simple, like... Justin Williams doesn't really have a spot in the organization, in my opinion. He'd be one of the first people. I'd look to trade Jag. The Cardinals have an eight rostered outfielders. I'd look to trade any one of them uh, for a maximum, you know, a maximum purchase, if you will. Uh, that's the direction I'd go when I try to figure it out from there. If I thought Jairo Munoz had a market that got like a great return, I'd be interested in trying to trade him too. But I wouldn't like actively try to trade Jairo Munoz. I would rather trade Drew Robinson, but the Cardinals aren't going to trade Drew Robinson. They're not smart enough for that. Uh, do you think Bader has improved his jump on the bases, or is it just spring training? A little bit of both, Sam Wolbold. Sam Wolbold. Uh, I think that he, his, look, his jump looked good today, going from second to third. He wasn't really being held on, and he took advantage of that. So maybe it's not necessarily his jump. Maybe it's just the recognition of when he's being held on and when he isn't being held on. Uh, but he's definitely faster, and he's capitalizing on it. So I'll say, I'll say his his understanding of when to steal is better. And it is just spring training. If you make a team of all 2011 Cardinals today over under our 55 wins. God, under. I'll say under, but not by much. That's an interesting question. It makes me want to go back and look at that 2011 uh, roster and see exactly how it was uh, put together. <laughs> kind of Black Sarah asked, what's my favorite baseball team? Uh, I'm a big fan of the Yankees. A encouraged by Bader's sister this spring. From Braden Brown, it says steals, but I read it as sister. Uh, how do you feel about the new pace of play rules? I think they're terrible. Look, I uh, I thought that those pace of play rules were going to come into effect after they test drove them in the independent league this year. Uh, I, I'm not necessarily a fan of them doing it without them being test driven to see how they work. I like that the breaks are going to be smaller. I'm happy with that. That's cool with me. I hate the three pitcher thing, or the, the pitcher has to throw to three batters. I hate that. I think it's dumb. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. I hate it. 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 Uh, but it's whatever, I guess. I guess someone's going to have to learn to live with. Uh, and other than that, I don't have strong feelings about anything. We're just going to have to wait and see. You really think Paul DeYoung is the present and the future? Well, he's the future, uh, and he is the present. So, yes, I do. Uh, I look, but the the present and future of what? Like, I don't think he's going to be the next Cardinal great. I don't think he's going to wear a red jacket one day. But I know that the Cardinals invested money into him. And if there's one thing we've learned over the years is that if a player is healthy and the Cardinals have invested money into him, that that player is going to get every opportunity, uh, i.e., Gregerson and Cecil, to play for as long as possible. So, is he the future in the aspect of this guy's going to be a Cardinal Hall of Famer? <laughs> But is he the future in the aspect of this is the decision that the Cardinals have made to make this guy the future? The answer is yes. Uh, who's the number two, the number two hitter? Uh, I want it to be Yadier Molina. I know it's crazy. It's nuts. I want it to be Yadi. Uh, I, I think that the, I, Paul DeYoung would be interesting in that spot. More than likely, your number two hitter is going to be Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, Mike Broneal from our good friend J. David Reed. Hey, J. David, J. David, how are you, man? Any chance Broneal takes Bader's job? I think that there's a chance... Uh, but again, I think that I think that Bader, because of his defense, I think that he'll get every opportunity to stick in center in the long haul. Uh, with all the squinting, you look like an Asian Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> That's racist, but also probably pretty true. Uh, over under Bader's batting average at the break of 240. I'll say over. 
Uh, what Carlson's floor and ceiling from MLB trades? Look, you're talking about a 20-year-old, a 20-year-old in Dylan Carlson who has never played at a level where he was age appropriate or even talent appropriate, like wise. He's held his own at all of these leagues. He's going to be a good outfielder. What's his floor? As a guy who makes it to AAA and never makes a major league debut, that's his floor. What's his ceiling? His ceiling is sky high. He has a great approach. He has a lot to work on. But how about we wait to talk about the 20-year-old uh, until he's in the Texas League, about what his future is, what his ceiling is. I, I'll give you the very general. It's sky high. He has a chance to be an all-star if he reaches his potential, but he still has a lot of work to do. He's good. He's he's fun. He's fundamentally smart. He runs the bases really well. He's Fast for a big guy. But all of those things don't matter if you're not hitting. And he hasn't hit yet. And that's not to like degrade him. I don't mean that. But it's it's to just illustrate the fact that hitting in baseball is really fucking hard. And there's a lot of work that needs to be done still. Even for somebody as advanced and as strong and as impressive as he is. I have faith that he's going to max out. He just is that type of player and that type of person. And when that happens, again, you're talking about... You know, maybe honestly, like maybe something like good Dexter Fowler, maybe something like that. Like I could see that translating. I think that uh, Carlson has more power, but that like, you know, modest average, good on base percentage, uh, runs the bases pretty well. Like that's, that's what I think out of Dylan Carlson. Uh, sup, Nicole, you still crazy? Uh, oh, Lions is a pirate. That's right. Uh, ex- expected to see Carlson play some center this year. Uh, I do. I do expect to see Dylan Carlson in center. Uh, your boy Montero. I love Alaris Montero. We're about a week away from talking about Alaris, and uh, I cannot wait for you guys to read that. I finished, I put the final touches on that this week. Uh, on Friday night, I stayed up to like 1 o'clock putting in all the gifts and uh, uh, doing a little editing, and I'm anxious for you guys to get to that one. Uh, he, he might be my favorite prospect. I just, you go back and you watch him, and you watch him hit, and you watch him play the field, and you realize that he's a better fielder than anyone gives him credit for. And I, man, I love Montero. Uh, what prospects were you the most bullish on that never panned out? Well, uh, from Matt Gips, uh, uh, the first one that comes to my, my mind is Jordan Swaggerty. I was very, very bullish on Jordan Swaggerty, and injuries took his career. Uh, Matt Adams, like I was, I remember watching him in the minors, and I remember looking at his stat line regularly and thinking, well, Matt Adams is legit. Uh, people might not remember this, but Tommy Pham, I was big on Tommy Pham. And when Tommy Pham came up, he had two at-bats against Aroldis Chapman, his first taste in the major leagues, and he got he looked terrible, and people were down on him. And I was pushing for Tommy Pham, and Tommy Pham ended up being Tommy Pham. That was good. Uh, but other than that, that hasn't panned out. Uh, you know, I've got a pretty good record when it comes to that, honestly. Uh, I Like, from Major League Baseball, we were talking about it, in the, like, something that Graham and I talked about before. Uh, jerks and Profar, I was really bullish on. Jorge Soler, I was really bullish on. It took those guys a little bit of time to, like, Get to where they're at. Soler looks like he's poised for a breakout year this year, uh, depending on his health situation. Like those are just some of the names that come to my mind. Uh, other than that, like I, I can't. I'm, I'm sorry. I wish I could give you more information. Uh, let's. Uh, Jack Flaherty is a great Twitter follow. That's true. Are all the strikeouts worrying you from Douglas? Uh, no, I'm not worried at all. It's spring training. What position will be in most need of an upgrade near the trade deadline? Uh, starting pitching. I'll, I'll say that the Cardinals will need starting pitching come the trade deadline. They might need relief pitching. Uh, I, that's what I think. Look, the Cardinals have plenty of infield options. That's why I'm not worried about second base. And also, I'm not worried about Colton Wong the way that everyone else seems to be worried about Colton Wong. Uh, I, I think that's what you're going to look at. Look, they get, 
I think that they'll they'll need to beef up either their bullpen or their starting rotation. Uh, what would you consider going? Uh, would you consider going to a Cards Braves game? I would. Kyle, what type of puppy should I get? Uh, all of them. Uh, the three pitcher rule could be disastrous. I really hope it is. Are you going to be a Blue Jays fan after the Blue Jays? Yeah. So that's something we should probably talk about. Uh, it'd be a lot better if I was not forty questions behind. Uh, today, via a Sports Illustrated article, uh, it was reported that the Blue Jays are going to pay their minor leaguers. Uh, nearly all the minor leaguers, leaguers will get double salary, I believe. Uh, I didn't get a chance. Uh, a guy who wears glasses gets the most asses. Thank you, Lemmy. Uh, the, uh, I do not believe... Like, I didn't see the scale. I didn't get to read the article. I just saw that the players were getting paid. I'm really excited about that. It's a great move. And yes. But I was already kind of a Blue Jays fan anyways. I, I just, I've always liked uh, Canada. Pools to Scalso for call free. Hit over 55 home runs in 2019. And you can't change my mind. Uh, I won't. Uh, I will call it the DL. I think we all will. Will you watch a league of their own and maybe cry on your periscope? I won't cry, but I'll watch it. Sure, why not? Uh, I don't really cry. That's not really a thing that I do. Are there three people on this team right now who is a Cards Hall of Famer? Uh, Yachty, Wayno, and Carpenter. Are there three players? We got that one. Uh, Pools, let's go. We go. Sexbot. Who keeps inviting the Sexbots? Good grief. I do. Uh, let's see. I like the Mets from Kinda Black Sarah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Lemmy, I, I like the Mets, too. Uh, who are the sex bots asking for a friend? Uh, uh, they're in your dreams. Uh, we're all the sex bots, if you think about it. Josh is right. In a very meta way, we are all the sex bots. Because the sex bots are just copying us. It's a good point. It's a good point. Science. Has Montero played at all in spring training? Yeah, he got in. I don't know if he got in at bat, but he's been on the field a couple times. I think he got one at bat. He did. He got one at bat, and he walked. It was a great at bat, too. Uh, this may sound stupid, but if you give Gorman a start, why not have a start for Malcolm Nunez? I don't know. Put him out there. I'm all about, look, I want a game where uh, Gorman's out there and Nunez is out there and Montero's out there and Mendoza's out there. Uh, put all the third basemen out there. Put them all at third base. Take away all the other infielders and just see what happens. Why not? I miss Tommy Pham, too. Uh, do you ever see Patrick Wisdom being an everyday MLB player in Major League Baseball? No, I've been very, very vocal for many, many years about that. Uh, he's going to he's going to make his money as a bench bat, uh, a third base, first base option bench bat. And that's probably it. He never had the approach to be an everyday player. He'll always have a little bit of surprise power. He did great for the Cardinals after being called upon last year. That's probably be the peak of his career more than likely, but we're just going to have to wait and see. I'm rooting for Patrick Wisdom. He just doesn't necessarily have a profile for it. Uh, Profar to the A's is one of the most underrated moves of the offseason. I agree. Uh, is Edmund up before the All-Star break? Between the break in the 31st or September and other? I'll say Tommy Edmund comes up I'll say after August. That's my guess. I do not appreciate the censoring. Uh, do you think Ponce de Leon starts in AAA? I do. If starting pitching is a concern, why not sign Gio for one year instead of trading assets later? And I agree with that, and I love that that like that sentiment. But I don't think that the Cardinals view it that way. I think right now the Cardinals say, we have plenty of pitching. We're going to be good. But what will end up happening is that uh, that perception uh, will change. Come the break. I think right now they think they have plenty. I think right now I think they have plenty. But what I know is that the Major League season is long and full of terrors. And uh, uh, bad things happen. And you always end up needing pitching. And the Cardinals have a track record of going and getting relief pitchers. So that's what I think. I think right now they think they're fine. I think they think they'll be fine all year. But you know how it is. Perception changes throughout the Major League season. Uh, I'm okay with more of the new rules in 2020, but the three batter minimum for pitchers is stupid. I agree, Jeff Moore. Uh, did you see they lowered the amount of time the commercial breaks between innings? Now, 
Uh, I want to say that I did see that, Charlie, and I want them, and I, I just assume that they were talking about between half innings and between innings, but it's only between innings. I also want them to cut the break short between, like, in the half innings, too, between the top of the seventh and the top or the bottom of the seventh. Like, I want to see that. I saw that they're doing it. I'm glad they're doing it, but they need to take it one step further. Uh, let's see. If Freeze is a future Cardinals Hall of Famer, right? Not for me. Uh, one good moment does not make you a Cardinal Hall of Famer. I... I'll tell you this, if David Freese is a Cardinal Hall of Famer, then Rick Ankiel absolutely is a Cardinal Hall of Famer. And honestly, it's not even close. Ankiel goes in before Freese in my book. Uh, even with the amazing moments. If you want to put the moments in the Hall of Fame, go ahead and put the moments in the Hall of Fame. But Freese as a player, no. I can make you cry. Nolan Gorman gets traded 2020. That won't make me cry. It depends on who they get for him. Uh, Gorman's start was because Ravello was sore, which shifted Mendoza to first. That's correct. Uh, Luke and Baker should get a start this spring training. Look, I want them all to get starts, but I think we're beyond the point now where the Cardinals are just going to end up like doing little weird starts like that. I would love it, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, we're just going to have to wait and see. Gun to your head. Does Delvin Perez ever make AAA? Oh, God, yeah, absolutely. Delvin will make it to AAA. Look, if, if Pete Cosmo made it to AAA, Delvin Perez will make it to AAA. Uh, the only way it doesn't happen is if Delvin quits the sport. Just that simple. Uh, Mike Matheny is Andy Bernard. Oh, God, why would you do that to poor Andy Bernard? Uh, who else is going to cheer Pujols? Oh, everyone's going to cheer Pujols, Drake, man. Like, uh, the minute it comes up, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be like a Daniel Descalso at bat is what it's going to be like. No, it's going to be incredible. It'll probably be an emotional moment. Blah, 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 blah. Pitcher or position player for 19? Uh, John Greco asks, with the Cardinals, the Cardinals have the 19th pick again in this coming draft. Do they go position or uh, pitcher? Uh, for me, it'll always be you go with the best available option. And then you do it again for the second round, in the third round, and the fourth round. A couple years back, the Cardinals did this thing where they tried to draft a bunch of left-handed starting pitchers. And all of those guys, except for Evan Kuczynski, are pretty well done. They've got Jacob Patterson, too, who might end up being a loogie, if a loogie position exists in the future. Uh, but when you try to draft by position... You pigeonhole yourself. Draft the best players. Ask the Houston Astros what they've done. They draft the best players. Uh, the Dodgers. They're not fucking around with position. They're just drafting whoever's at the top of their board. Uh, you're getting yourselves in... You get yourself in trouble if you try to jockey your slot balance and if you try to draft by position or handedness. It's stupid. Uh, and honestly, like 80% of the front offices do one way or the other and they're dumb for it. Hudson or Gant? Uh, my personal pick would be Hudson, but I think it's going to be Gant. Uh, well, wait, wait, there's a difference between, and commercial breaks seem unfair to road teams. Uh, uh maybe that's part of it. Uh, I'm mad because MLB will use the split screen commercial during play more now. I actually like that. I like the split screen commercial. Uh, what I want them to do, I like, I like that because that means that you'll have the pitcher warming up and the commercial break and the commercial will be, you know, the audio will be overlaid. So you won't get anything there, but I want to watch the pitcher throw his warmups. I love that. And I want them to incorporate that. And I think it's a good way to keep fans seated for shit. But of course, major league baseball isn't forward thinking like that. And they don't get, they don't think about how to uh, attract the next generation. They're only thinking about how to keep 55 year old white males into their seats. So, uh, here we are again, arguing about how bad major league baseball's run. Uh, how much time, realistically, do all these new rules save per game? Um, again, remember, it's not time. They don't care about how long the games are. Uh, I do. They don't. It's about the pace of play. So it's about quickening things. That's why cutting the commercial breaks down are important. Uh, fewer pitching pitching changes are important. Uh, that's, that's what they're trying to change. So, again, it's not about time. It's just about pace. Uh, what hat do you think Pools will wear in the Hall of Fame? 
Uh, hopefully just a neutral hat. I think that would light Cardinals fans on fire, and I'd really like to be on Twitter for that. Do you see a Pipple statue at Bush after he retires? I think that that was Pools, but you know what? I like a Pipple statue. Uh, it'd be a good, like, stress reliever, right? It's a Pipple statue, and fans get to go out there and pop that thing after a loss. Uh, Hudson or Gant, who's better? Hudson is better than Gant, I agree. Uh, you can't draft based on present need. That's what trades are for. I like it. Uh, give me Drew Mendoza or Zach Thompson, please. We've talked about them a little bit, you and I, not really. Again, I can't wait to get a little time to actually dig into them. The Astros draft the best players except for the only target, their style, pitchers, high spin. But So you're right about that. You're right about that. They, they But that's because those are usually the best available pitchers, too. That's a very good point, though, Pat. You're dead on. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not at the, the drafting who the Cardinals are going to draft yet spot. Tell me how you feel about Rob Manfred. I don't have strong pin. I am not, a, I'm not Hunter Ives strong MLB opinions. Uh, I, I don't feel one way or the other about Rob Manfred. I think the issue really is the owners and he's the mouthpiece for the owners. I think this is what happens when you have a bunch of white dudes who don't know what's going on in the real world. And this is what you're seeing happen. You're seeing him wanting to augment rules instead of just change the way that baseball is presented to the fans. Uh, that's what needs to change. It's it's not the game. The game doesn't need to change. It, it, the television broadcasts need to be better. They need to be quieter, and they need to be better, and they need to have graphics, and they need to be accessible. Uh, that's what matters, and MLB doesn't want to do that for whatever dumb reason. Victoria Dryden says, less commercials make me happy. Me too. Uh... <laughs> Zach Thompson is a Kentucky boy. Yeah, he's Zach Thompson is a lefty from Kentucky who's nasty. But he dealt with some arm issues last year, I think. Uh, again, I when I watched his highlights, he was impressive. I want to watch an actual start, though. Uh, we need more Byerly Trader commercials. For the rest of your life, Byerly Trader. For the rest of your life, Byerly Trader. You discover a family show them you get for the rest of your life. Uh, I wonder what Bo Hart is doing right now. Two chicks at one time. A man friend loves avocados. I'd like for him to come lick this avocado. I'm so hyped for the draft pad. Me too, Pat B. Uh, Kyle for MLB commissioner. I'm in. They need to not have blackouts from Ashley. I agree, Ashley. That's a very good point. Good work. Congratulations. Uh, more punchable face, Addison Russell or Joe Madden. Uh, you can't punch one without punching the other. Hall of Fame needs to be hologram hat. Uh, stand to one side. I love that. I love that, J. David Reed. Uh, put the hologram on the hat, and then, like, Tupac's dancing up top here, and then you look at the one side, and it says STL, and the one side, it says the Angels. I love that. Uh, let's see. Ivan, Ivan Herrera thoughts from, uh, Rye Smith. Go to Prospects After Dark. Go to Pro Hi, this is Prospects After Dark. I'm Kyle. I'm your host. Uh, go to Birds on the Black, uh, the Dirty 35 page. Prospect number 23 is Ivan Herrera. Read that article. The gist is that people worry about if he's going to catch or not in the long term. He's 18 years old. Who the fuck knows? But that bat is nice, and the swing is good, and he has power that he's going to build on, although it hasn't manifested in-game. It's pure. It's sexy. Uh, and he's 18, so you can actually wear him like a suit. Uh, let's see. Thoughts on Ann Rogers. I'm really happy for Ann Rogers. So, uh, that's, she was doing some writing for the Post. She worked for Power Mizzou a little bit. Uh, her writing for the Post was Mizzou-oriented, but she's a really talented writer. Uh, she still has to graduate college, which is nuts. Can you imagine being the, the, the Cardinals beat writer for MLB.com and still not having graduated college? Uh, but don't let the lack of experience or the age fool you. This is a very, very talented young lady. 
with with some great tools, and I think we're in good shape. I, I like the fact that it, it seems to me, just guessing, that you're going to get a little bit more analytically minded writer, uh, similar to Joe Trezza as opposed to Jen Langosh. And I love Jen, Jen Langosh, uh, Jen Langosh rather. But Trezza brought something that we don't really have anywhere else. I think we'll get that from Ann Rogers. Uh, sing to me again. Uh, put it on here. I'll sing it. What pad merch is coming out this spring, summer? Uh, bobbleheads, Charlie. We're going to have you design them, but you don't get a dollar in profit. Uh, you know, I don't... Tank tops. Ashley is... One thing Ashley said is she wants tank tops. Uh, that would be hilarious. I'm all about having my... my the prospect... The, uh. Uh, I'm thinking avocado shape products. Uh, I would like, what I would like is I would like avocado, uh, shampoo. I think that if we can get prospects after dark shampoo, I think that everyone wins. Uh, Jose Canseco and Mike Matheny wall into a death match. Uh, who comes out alive? Canseco. Canseco's got knives, guaranteed. Uh, so what products are we going to go to? I don't know what's coming out next. I, I'll be honest. I think these mugs are awesome. I know that it's a, uh, uh, Teespring product. So hopefully we can get those out to you. Who's your favorite Cardinal of all time? Uh, this fella, this sexy, bald, black man, Ray Lankford. He's my favorite. As, as long as avocados stay out of our bourbon, I agree. Pad undergarments, please. Uh, they only make super si super small size thongs. I've been bad about missing lately, but I'm kind of drunk now and here. So hello, Kyle and Pad folks. From Kiefer Dean Roach, all Kiefer. How are you, friend? Uh, hopefully, Kiefer will find his way up to St. Louis, and he and I can grab a beer again sometime. I love that. Uh, Kiefer's a great man. I'm going to cheers to Kiefer. I still really want Kyle slash gifts in two, our 2024 shirts. I look, I'm all about getting prospects after dark 2020 and then having like one of the million slogans we have, like, we'll, f f I've got nothing. I've got nothing. Guess you and I had a good one earlier and now I don't remember what it was. It was like, we'll drive you to tears or something like that. That would be our campaign slogan. Uh, will the Reds have room for Senzel? They will by the end of the year, but I don't think at the beginning of the year. That's another team that has 45 outfielders and bringing Nick Senzel along now doesn't make sense. Unless they think that he's the difference in between winning the National League Central and uh, or getting a wild card and not getting a wild card, and I doubt they do. Uh, Matt, is that you? No, it's Kyle. Your thoughts on maple whiskey that from uh, from Goff? I didn't choose the pad life; the pad life chose me. Yeah, that that would be our campaign slogan. I like that card's gifts. Uh, my thoughts about bourbon is I like bourbon. I like whiskey. I like bourbon. And I don't really like the flavors in it. Uh, I don't really like mixing bourbon either. So I just like drinking bourbon. Uh, the only time I usually uh, uh, mix that bourbon is when it's in tea. And that's about it for me. Uh, you best slogan was coochie is good from Mr. Hicks. <laughs> you know, Mr. Hicks, you've actually been a big aid to us as we come up with slogans. And you're right. Uh, I would love that. How about that? Uh, it, it says, it'll say, Prospects After Dark, uh, Kyle, Cards, Gifts, 2024, uh, Coochie is good. And how can America turn that down? Uh, if there's one thing I know, it's that everyone loves Coochie. Uh, I'm moving to Chicago in July, so I'm saving, but I'm making Bush this year. Awesome. Good good stuff, Keeper. Uh, I'm going to pinch you. Please do. Uh, Cabrera concerns. I don't have any concerns just yet from D. Harris Auto. Remember, uh, I think that there was a lot of hype for Genesis Cabrera as we entered spring training. And he just didn't live up to that hype. And that sucks. It's whatever. Uh, but he's still a very talented player. And it's nothing I'm exactly worried about. I'll, I'll start worrying about him when we get into the minor league season. And he doesn't perform if he doesn't perform. 
Uh, a shirt with an avocado wearing a Lankford jersey drinking alcohol. I like that. Thoughts on Knob Creek? It's what I'm sipping. Oh, I love Knob Creek. And I'll tell you what else I like about Knob Creek is I like how uh, high alcohol content Knob Creek is. It's like uh, uh, 50%. This, nor- this other stuff's like 43%, and that 7% difference means a lot to me as a human being. Uh, I, I actually need that to get where I'm trying to go. So uh, to Knob Creek, I raise my glass of Buffalo Trace. Uh, Game of Thrones, dude. That's right. Good life, Sean. Can't wait. We're about four weeks away from Game of Thrones. I think about it all day, every day, and uh, hopefully when it's over with, I can be murdered by whoever or however the murdering happens at the end there. Uh, a shirt with an avocado we got there. Does the pad shampoo have a hidden compartment for bourbon? Yeah, it's half uh, half avocado, half bourbon. James Goboom says, come for the pad, stay for the sex bots. I love that. Uh, uh, hey, life is a game of inches. <laughs> Tell Ashley that. Uh, hi, Kyle. Sorry I'm late. Hey, Quinn, what's up? Uh, hashtag murder. Uh, all I know is ball and good and rape. Have you guys ever watched that episode of uh, uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force? That's one of my favorite. Ashley, make a note of that. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. We got to watch that. It's the uh, uh, the hand banana episode. <laughs> I'm drinking Jim Beam honey by a bonfire in the backyard. Beat that. I can't, Jason. I cannot beat that. I'm jealous of your life. Uh, I, the way I'd beat it is I wouldn't have the Jim Beam honey. It'd just be standard Jim Beam. Uh, but to you, sir, and to, uh, hopefully you're out there with some people that you love, because uh, there's nothing better than drinking beers by a bonfire on a crisp night with people that you love and care about. Who wins more games this year, the Athletics or the Cardinals? I'll say the Cardinals. Uh, but uh, again, oh man, that's such a tough question. Uh, oh, hi, Ashley, off camera. And it's, yeah. <laughs> hi, I'm here not. Uh, I'm here now. Jim Beam Honey is great. Yeah, hey, what's up, Minmo? How are you? Uh, I Again, I just have my own personal preference. I like bourbon without it being flavored. How many shots do you think Schilt could do with you? Man, I bet you Mike Schilt looks like the kind of guy who would make bourbon but not drink it. You know what I mean? Like, Mike Schilt makes kombucha. He, he, he's never had bourbon. He's had kombucha. I guarantee it. Uh, you so you were trying to say you want to see Ashley in a tank top, Kyle? I've seen Ashley in a tank top just last night. Uh, the way you... Beat is by beating it, Kyle. That's right. I, I I would I as the White Walkers would come at me, I'd be just pleasuring myself, going to town right there on that Iron Throne, and I guarantee the Knights King would be like, you know what? We good. We good. We don't need that throne. We don't need that throne. I would treat the Iron Throne like I would treat a Drury Inn hotel bed. That's what I would do. Uh, you're trying. <laughs> Uh, yes, perfect night with the neighbors, hot dogs, and s'mores. Good for you, Jason, man. I'd love to hear that. Uh, if you want high-octane bourbon, try Booker's or Noah Mill. I, I love Booker's. And I'll tell you what I really like about Booker's bourbon is that, like, each batch is different. Uh, it's amazing stuff. Uh, you're the Knight's King. That's right, yeah. Uh, I, I really hope Tom Ackerman isn't here because I have so much respect for him. And if he just heard me talking about pleasuring myself, I probably would never be able to live that down. Uh, let's see. And that's how you got the Hotels.com sponsorship. Yeah, that was a really cool moment. Uh, those people, the fine people at Hotels.com were, uh, were, I was dropping F-bombs. And they said, here, here's $200 and you can stay here whenever you want. Uh, this segment brought to you by Drury Inn from J. David Reed. All right, so we'll do a little resetting. 
Uh, I'm going to raise my glass of bourbon to Mr. Hicks if he's in here. Uh, who is in here? We know that for a fact. Mr. Jason Hicks is the best. We love you to the Hicks family. We love you guys. Uh, thank you for being pad people all this time. I have Tom Ackerman's in here. I'm going to raise my glass to Tom Ackerman, who I love. I listen to every morning on KMOX. Uh, honestly, one of my, like, my favorite personalities locally. Uh, and also to the pad people. I raise my glass. I love each and every one of you. Uh, you're the best. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go in. So you know we we've kind of got off track here. We haven't really talked much about sports in like the last half an hour. Uh, but again, if you have questions about the Dirty Thirty Five today, we released the write up on Lane Thomas. Uh, talk about that. We got plenty of Dirty Thirty Five, plenty of baseball stuff to talk about. The step, uh, step aside, we all want. No, no. Uh, the twenty twenty four campaign is being funded by Hotels.com and Drury Inn. Uh, so, again, I, I'm just going to plug it. You guys know I don't like to plug it. I like this to be a very, very natural and kind of raw thing that we do. Uh, but go to Birds on the Black. Read my Dirty 35 prospect write-ups. I'm very proud of them. I put a lot of work into them. Uh, the gifts are worth the price of admission. Uh, we're, we released Lane Thomas today. That's prospect number seven. We're down to our last six write-ups. They'll come out over the next seven or eight days, depending uh, I need MILB TV to open up their archives again so I can gif a bunch of stuff for Dakota Hudson that I want to show you guys. Uh, but other than that, I'm all written and read and wrote and ready to go. Uh, what did you think about Ryan Shul saying he's never had soda? Uh, I don't have a feeling about it one way or the other. The guy loves him some milk. Uh, how about you stop pretending to drink? Uh, FMK, Jamie Lannister, Samuel Tarley, or Sir Davos? <sighs> so you, okay. I love Sir Davos. I love him. I like that he only has half a hand pretty much. Like, that just gets me. Uh, so I think, I'm not a big fan of Samwell. Like, he's smart, don't get me wrong, and he reads. I don't really like the literate. So, I would end up marrying Jamie Lannister, even with the gold hand and all. I've got a thing, I've got a hand fetish. I've got a lack of hand fetish. So I'd, I'd marry Jamie Lannister, and I'd just go at it with Sir Davos. I'd, I'd made him treat me seaworthy. Uh, are you going to opening weekend in St. Louis? Uh, I might find my way down there. I probably won't be there opening day. In some capacity, I'm going to be at the Blues game. I'm not sure if I'll be with my brother or with Ashley. We're going to have to wait and find out. We're trying to figure that out that night. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if I'm there uh, that weekend in some capacity. Uh, do you ever follow and of people and like a bunch of tweets or gain followers that unfollow them at all from Pat B? Uh, that's a really, really interesting tweet, Pat B. I don't know how that's relevant at all in the least at all. Uh, first card prospect to make his debut this year. I'll say it's either Helsley or uh, uh, Genesis Cabrera, and I think Tommy Edmond is tracking along that trajectory. Uh, you guys, uh, we, we, he's prospect number 16 on the Dirty 35. Go read it. But we kind of predicted this in this write-up. We thought that he might be in this position. Uh, I didn't expect it to be this early. I thought we would be talking about maybe June when it would become relevant to talk about Tommy Edmond making the Cardinals roster. Uh, but it's awesome to see. So I'll say one of those three. Uh, there was Squinting McSquinter, uh, FMK Avocados Alcohol and Hotels.com from Josh. Well, I'd end up marrying Hotels.com if I get them hotels for free. Uh, and then if I'm, if I'm, oh man, I guess I'd have a one night stand with an avocado. At least there's a hole that you can just pull right on out to get after it if you had to. Uh, first card we got to there. Uh, we will have to get a drink that weekend. Sir, Mr. Hicks, you know how it is. If I can, if we can swing it and you're in town, I'll, I would love to meet you guys for a drink. Uh, I, it was a pleasure to meet you. I'd love to sit and talk to you a little bit more extensively than just hello and then having to get after it. But yeah, come in town and we'll get together, my friend. Uh, again, to, to Mr. Hicks, I raise my glass. 
My cousin Charlie says, what's the Cardinals rotation going to be in order? It's going to be Michaelis, and then it's going to be Flaherty, and then it's going to be Waka, and then it's going to be Wayno, and then it's going to be, I'll say it's, I, again, I think that they'll go John Gant, but I'm going to say it ends up being Dakota Hudson. Uh, that's the direction I would go. Will Edmund be the starting shortstop mainly at AAA or move around from not Burley? Burley, the plan from what I understand is to move him around. They want him ready in a utility role to impact the major league base, major league team uh, in the immediate future as soon as possible. So I would imagine he's spending a lot of time at short, but I would also imagine that short and second is where he's getting most of his reps. Have we talked about the guy who thinks he discovered Andrew Miller's secret? Secrets! Uh, no, we're not going to talk about that guy. I think he was in my 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 Twitter thingy. I'm not 100% sure. You guys need to understand that I gloss over most of that stuff. I don't really understand what's going on uh, until I'm getting yelled at about something I've done that's really stupid. Uh, so, yes, we haven't talked about him, and neither will we give that uh, attention-seeking miscreant attention. Uh, who is the Tormund of the team? Who is the Tormund? Well, that's Brevia, right, because of the beard? And because if there was a Brienne of Tarth, uh, uh, he'd just probably stare at her. Uh, who is the tournament of this team? A one-night stand with an avocado is my high school quote. <laughs> uh, Tommy Edmond deserves to be on the roster, but I think that he'll make it in June or May. I agree, Keeper Dean Roach. Yeah, if it was a truly open competition for that utility role, Tommy Edmond would probably already have won it. Uh, but since he's not on the 40-man, that kind of negates his ability to make it. But I think the Cardinals will need him soon. The one thing that hurts is making a Major League debut uh, in May or June is that there are so many options for that role already on the 40-man. And the Cardinals are already at capacity on the 40. So a lot of things would have to change. Not to say that it wouldn't, but a lot of things would have to change for it to happen. Uh, but I, I should have been. Give us a... Randy! There you go, you got it. And that's prospect number nine on our Dirty 35. Check that out over at Birds on the Black. Uh, Carlson and MLB in 2020 or 2021, I'll say 2020. Chances Cecil gets cut, I'll say 0%. I think he'll start the year on the injured reserve or the injured list or whatever the fuck that thing's called these days. Uh, what does Tommy Edmund Descalso, who does, uh, who does Tommy Edmund Descalso though? Uh, I guess his girlfriend. Uh, what happened to Gregerson? No one really knows. He just kind of vanished into oblivion. Uh, my favorite avocado is the one that's in my freezer right now. My refrigerator right now. Uh, also, no way Drew Robinson makes the roster right. I haven't seen much reason for him to. I, again, I'm not the world's biggest Drew Robinson fan. I get why he's an interesting and important depth piece for the Cardinals moving forward. I think he's a better defender than I gave him credit for. I think he can handle third base, which is really interesting. Uh, but no, I cannot, like... The Cardinals have multiple better options than Drew Robinson at this point. Uh, do Jaguar or Rosarena have trade value? Seems like there's nothing left for them at AAA. From Sam Wolbold. So read the article about a Rosarena, the Dirty 35 write-up of prospect number nine, Randy Rosarena. Because I would argue that Randy has... Randy! Randy! Has a ton of work to do at AAA. Uh, Jag, on the other hand, yeah, look... They have value. They're both very, very good against left-handed pitching. So if they can find a platoon situation, then that's where they're going to be able to, to like fit in. Uh, hard to find that platoon. But yeah, I think both of them have trade value. It would make more sense for the Cardinals to trade Jag because Jag's on the 40-man, and that would help clear up some 40-man redundancies that they have. Uh, MFK from the real RW22, uh, Tommy Edmond, Daniel Descalso, or Greg Garcia. Uh, I would marry Tommy Edmond. I appreciate the University of Hawaii, so I would bang Greg Garcia. That would mean I'd have to kill Daniel Descalso. There's plenty of Italians. Is that racist? That's not it. 
Uh, what does... Who goes... Who goes to open up spots on the 40-man for anyone new this year? So, uh, Douglas, remember, the Cardinals will need to open up a 40-man roster spot to get Matt Wieters or Francisco Pena onto the roster. Who goes? I don't know. I think more than likely, uh, if Gregerson isn't pitching, he goes on the 60-day DL and they backdate him. Maybe same thing with Cecil. Put him on the 60-day and figure it out. Uh, but uh, that's my guess. That's a path of least resistance. I would do Justin Williams if they had to choose someone, but I don't think they'll go in that direction. Uh, Gorman and Majors next season from 4-Minute Miller. I don't think it'll be next season. Uh, I still think we're talking about 2021 at the earliest. Mm, okay, bye-bye. Uh, who is back that pitch today? No one of importance at all. Uh, he's, a, he's a career journeyman. Uh, he's going to be interesting minor league depth for the Cardinals, probably in a relieving capacity. He was a White Sox prospect for a couple of years or pitched for the White Sox for a couple of years. Uh, he throws kind of a, break, a breaking pitch that can be good, but rolls flat sometimes. Uh, he had a good outing today. I, w I heard it. I didn't watch it. I heard it. Uh, it. That was good stuff. But, yeah, he's just an interesting, another guy who's kind of a minor league journeyman like Hunter Cervenka, although Cervenka was a good left-handed reliever for a while. Uh, that could end up making a major league debut if things go wrong. Uh, yeah, Matt Holiday, Jan, Yeh, and Alan Craig over under three gold gloves uh, under. Ah, it's an hour later here. Well, then move. Uh, what's up, Kyle? Hey, Christian, how are you, buddy? We gave our first cheers to you. I love you, buddy. I hope you're, I hope you're doing well. I hope your mom's doing well. And, uh, you know, to your father, rest in peace. And fuck cancer. Uh, should we be concerned with the lack of offense this spring? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not worried about it. Uh, so if you're eating av avocados, are you a cannibal? Yeah, look, I, uh, what I like to do is I like to spread avocado over human flesh just to cover all my cannibal quarters. Uh, chances we trade Kisner for Carson Kelly to be Yachty's replacement. I think it's a 50-50 chance. It's a great question. Uh, Aldrich, small sample size from Drew. Uh, albeit a small sample size from Drew. Yeah. Yeah, but remember, the problem with Drew Robinson is that he can't hit anything low or breaking pitch low. Like, it, he, I haven't seen him make contact with one breaking pitch low. Do you think there is any way the Cubs finish last in the division? I do not. A Randy and a Drury hand from John Zancana. I'd love a Moncada type trade again. That I'm, uh, a, uh, you mean uh, uh, Oscar Mercado? Yeah, something like that. Like I'm all about that. I think that the Cardinals would benefit from that. They got Jan Torres, who is a very, very high upside player with a lot of volatility to get to the major leagues. The Cardinals never, they don't make those trades. Those trades are rare. And that's the kind of player that they need in the organization. Now, I would also argue that they would do well to acquire a pitcher in the same caliber of Jan Torres. And if they can do it by clearing out some of the 40 men, then everyone wins. Uh, can we stop the MFKs? Jeez, I guess I'm old. Uh, that'll never happen. What will Cards do with Cecil since I read he's not likely to make the opening day roster uh, from Cards Fanatic 22? He'll start the year on the injured re reserve or injured list or whatever the, whatever the fuck it is. This is the funniest when you make Ashley laugh out loud. Good, I like that. Uh, Mercado, that's right. Uh, just ordered pizza and wings and I'm very happy about it from Kiefer Dean Roach. Where'd you order it from, Kiefer? Let us know. Uh, get your wangs. Uh, I'd rather have Descalso over Munoz or Robinson as utility, to be honest. I like Gyro a lot. Uh, I'd rather have Gyro, but definitely over Robinson. Will the Twins make the playoffs? I, You know what? From Sam21205, I do think the Twins make the playoffs. Uh, I think that they're going to win the, the American League Central. Uh, mark it down. Uh, who is a prospect who had his skull cracked at a bar, and how is he doing? From J. David Ray, that's Connor Capel. Uh, he was with one of those Clemens kids, and the bartender kicked both of their asses, or the bartender, the bouncer kicked both of their asses. They filed a lawsuit against them. 
uh, the bartender or the bouncer or the bar or whatever. And he he's made his way into a spring training game, so he's fine and playing and blah, blah, blah. Not very good, though, so don't worry about him. Uh, are you hitting what's... Are you hitting what's LOLing in the background? Uh, so Hudson is the pen. Tell someone slips up. I know. So my thought with Dakota Hudson is Dakota Hudson, if he doesn't win that fifth spot in the rotation, Dakota Hudson goes down to Memphis and ends up being the sixth starter. The Cardinals will need a sixth starter and they'll need him soon. Don't, don't, you know, don't think they won't. Am I alone in thinking Munoz should be traded? I can't stand his defense. I, again, I have a major issue with Jairo Munoz as a defender. Should he be traded? Trading him is kind of hard because he's so cheap. And the Cardinals have, like, needs at his positions. He's, I think he's a good third baseman. I think he's a fine third baseman in the long run. Uh, I just, I worry about, like, the long-term sustainability. Uh, again, it's all about what you can get in return. And I don't trade Yairo Munoz, who isn't making any money, unless I'm getting a solid return uh, uh, back. Will uh, Ron Hell ever get to the majors with the cards from Mr. Hicks? You know, I'm really hoping that Ron Hell Ravello makes his way to the Cardinals uh, in some capacity. He's, like, a better defensive version of... Uh, uh, Oh, pardon me, of Jose Martinez. He doesn't have the pop that Jose Martinez has. He can get on base, like, similar, similar to how Jose Martinez is. But the only way it happens with the Cardinals is if Jose Martinez goes on, like, a 60-day DL or gets traded himself. Other than that, he's a redundancy, and it won't happen until September. Uh, I hope Ren Hellervelo gets a chance to make a Major League debut this year, whether it be with the Cardinals or someone else. But if I had to choose, I wouldn't think so. Uh, let's see. Uh, Miesinger on the 40-man, right? No, from uh, the real, uh, the real begot. He is not a uh, messenger or whatever his name is. He is not on the 40-man. He was when the Cardinals acquired him, but they passed him through waivers. He's still a part of the organization, but not on the 40-man. Uh, would I be right in assuming Gorman starts in Peoria from Devin Bucks or Devin Burks rather? So I thought more than like more than likely that's a situation. But we were listening to KMOX today, and John Mozalek mentioned that he might go to Palm Beach. So my guess is that if there's a 50-50 chance he goes to Palm Beach. Uh, where do you lie in the Jake Allen argument? Um, I want the best goalie to play. And right now, Bennington is the better of the two goalies. Uh, Bennington had a rough stretch there for four or five starts where Allen would have done well to get a couple extra starts when Allen was playing well. We're in that situation with the Blues goaltending where it's, it's you know, Elliot Allen. It's Halak Elliot. Like, you have to play the hot hand. You have to play the hot hand. Neither, neither of those goalies might... Both of those goalies might not be enough on their own. I keep her order from Pizza Hut, friends. Uh, no shame. It's easily the best fast food pizza in Northwest Arkansas. Uh, Euro hits uh, better than DD. I agree. I like look. I like Munoz's uh, approach at the plate. I like him a lot. What level will Bryce Denton start at? He'll be at Palm Beach. Will the Royals make the playoffs in the next ten years? Hopefully not. Uh, what needs to happen to see Helsley this year? He just needs to pitch well. If Ryan Helsley pitches how he's capable of, the Cardinals will call on him sooner or later. There'll be options. I don't know if it's going to be in the rotation or in the bullpen, but there will be options. And he's on the 40-man, so he'll find his way up in Springfield. I guarantee it. Uh, let's see. I uh, never agreed with you more. Torres' swing looks identical to Renteria's. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, Munoz is basic, but remember, it has more pop than Renteria's. Uh, Munoz is basically young Gyro, uh, Yairo. Uh, I, I don't know about that. I don't think he's as good of a hitter. Uh, I don't think he has as much power as G uh, Jerko does. And I don't know if he's good of a fielder. Uh, who took the biggest step forward as a prospect last year in our organization? Uh, Lane Thomas. I mean, you, you, I don't know if you could argue against Lane Thomas. It's hard to, like, 
it's hard to talk about Lane Thomas because he wasn't in the organization, you know, at the beginning of 2017. He was traded during 2017. Uh, but no one more than Lane Thomas. Uh, that's as good as I can do for you. Angel Rondon, interesting pitcher. Uh, Evan Kuczynski, uh, Evan Mendoza. Those are the three that come to my mind. Uh, do we dress Martinez like the foul pole to get his bat in the lineup? I'd love to see it tried. Has anyone checked on Jerry Depoto? Yeah, so Jerry Depoto just released his podcast, the Wheelhouse Podcast, uh, Wheels Up to Tokyo for uh, for their little exhibition series that they're doing in Tokyo. It's really good. Uh, he actually breaks a bunch of Major League rules by talking about a player's brother uh, that plays for Arizona State that they want to draft and then tries to recant it really, really quick. And luckily it didn't get news made out of because it would have been a disaster. Uh, check it out, though. Uh, you skipped over my question. Are you hitting the girl in the background? That's not appropriate. Uh, when are we going to get a pad in the shower? Uh, we'll get a pad in the shower. But remember, you can go to uh, uh, iTunes or Apple or SoundCloud or whatever. However the fuck you pod, you, you do the, the podcasting thing. And uh, uh, hold on. I don't know what this is. Uh, anyways, if you want to listen to my, my uh, podcast on Prospects 11 through 15, uh, I do it pretty much out of the shower. So that's for you. Uh, let's see. Anyone tried the Little Caesars pretzel crust cheese pepperoni? I can't believe we're talking about Little Caesars pizza right now. I love the gift that I have on Torres' old swing where he takes an absurd leg kick. And again, I put that in the, uh, the article on Jan Torres. Uh, there's three, uh, there's three of those, uh, of his big leg kick swing. We have how it's evolved in the last year. Check out the Jan Torres article. Uh, how is Edwin still on the Mariners? Uh, Jerry Depoto is a really interesting guy, and he thinks that uh, Edwin Encarnacion is going to be part of the catalyst that that brings them back to prominence. It, he's just the weirdest guy. <laughs> he really is. Uh, who's the number two hitter on opening day? I will say that it is um, Mr. Dexter Fowler. If it isn't five bucks, Little Caesars, it's trash. Uh, the pretzel crust pizza uses nacho cheese as the pizza sauce. How can anyone like that? Uh, I mean... When you say it out loud, it's not as unappealing as you think. Do you see the Reds as a threat this year? They are going to hit. Yeah, look, they're more of a threat this year than they were last year. Uh, they're probably more of a threat than the Pirates were last year. Uh, the, the NL Central is going to be tough. The Pirates are not as good as the other teams, but they're still not a bad team. I'm so ready for opening day. I want meaningful baseball from Goff. Uh, me too. You know, like... I'm ready for opening day just so we can put the spring training talk to bed. Uh, again, we, we've had some really awesome things happen this spring training. The play of Tommy Edmond, uh, the great play of Dylan Carlson. Both of those guys have been so impressive and so wonderful, and it's great to hear them being talked about uh, and, and the family of those players being talked about. Like I love that. That's a great stuff. The big Nolan Gorman home run is awesome. We love that. Randy Rosarena's played great. Andrew Kisner's played great. Like I love that stuff. But what are we talking about here? We're talking about minor leaguers, and every other team is doing the same thing that the Cardinals are by putting minor leaguers in the lineup. So it's it's fun, it's exciting, but I'm ready for baseball to be meaningful and have meaningful conversations about how disappointed we all are. Uh, better Bear, Puig, or Ozuna? I'd rather have Ozuna, to be honest. Or I'd rather have Puig, I mean. Uh, let's see. <sighs> I'm so ready for opening day. We go there. Who's the right-handed pitcher back that pitched uh, today? Oh, uh, he is, So again, he's a career minor leaguer. Uh, uh, I can't think of what his first name is. Uh, last name's Beck. He, just ignore him, is all I can say. Uh, Voight or Byrd at first base for the Yankees. Uh, Luke Voight for me. I am so ready for opening day for every reason. Yeah, me too. Better Bear, Puig, or Ozuna. We went over that. I'll go Puig, you boy. Uh, would you rather have Bader or Puig? Oh, man. 
I look, I like, I love Harrison Bader. Uh, for this lineup, I think that Gassiel Puig would be a better, a better addition. I think they need a little bit more thump in the lineup, but the Cardinals need Harrison Bader in center, so I would take Harrison Bader in this particular situation. Puig is a horse. <laughs> yeah, I bet you he's built like a horse. Uh, let's trade for Wade Davis. Sure, I'm on board. Why not? Uh, what are the chances that Waka stays healthy all season? He's looked great this spring. I'm really pulling for Michael Waka. I really hope that he is healthy all season. Again, if you're playing the percentages, the percentage chance of it happening aren't good. Just from like a betting standpoint. Uh, maybe 25% that he makes it throughout the year without a DL stint. If you judge the chances of all pitchers going on the DL uh, against his DL history. Uh, Look, I love Michael Waka. When he made his major league debut, I dropped everything I was doing to be able to watch it. I was such an advocate of his. I love him. Uh, I hope he's healthy all year. The Cardinals need him to be healthy all year. Uh, Bader Wong DeYoung, don't hit. We are in deep shit. That's a good point. You know, it's funny. We spent all this time talking about Dexter Fowler and how you do with Carpenter and uh, uh, does Ozuna and Goldschmidt put the team over on the runs category. Like, no, it's... Those guys, Bader, DeYoung, and Wong, if they're not hitting, then it doesn't really matter what else is going on. 99, my pad people from John Zoncana. 99, Johnny. Uh, Gorman, a top 50 prospect? Yeah, I don't think, and again, not to bash anyone, but I think that anybody who doesn't have Nolan Gorman in the top 50 prospects in baseball, uh, they're probably wrong. Graham, thoughts on Danny DeVito? Uh, we like him a lot in that, uh, that show there with the Philadelphia. <laughs> Always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, I think he played a great penguin. Other than that, I have no thoughts on him at all. Uh, if Watkins healthy all year, he's gonna have a big payday later this year. Uh, yeah, definitely, maybe not with the Cardinals, but he'll, he'll set himself up for a big payday. I feel like you're disrespecting Bringman by not hanging his jersey from Drake, man. It's hanging, brother. It's just not hanging on camera. Uh, I, I, look, when Lankford went into the Cardinals Hall of Fame, uh, he, he reserved his spot here. It's his spot. No one else gets to hang. And plus, we've got this awesome plate that Ryan Fisher made for us that I would not want to, uh, to, to have be taken down or covered. Uh, DeYoung hitting 30 home runs for sure. Maybe not for sure, but I could definitely see Paul DeYoung hitting 30 home runs. Gorman is greater than Vladdy Jr. He is not. I uh, got a fantasy draft at 11. Who do I draft first overall? Mike Trout is who you draft first overall. Uh, let's see. Uh, I doubt Johnny G24 was being serious about that, but I mean, who cares, Patrick B? This is all a fan thing. So uh, again, to all my pad people, I want to raise my glass. Look, I love you. You guys make this worth doing every Sunday. Uh, it's a damn pleasure. Uh, again, I, I don't really know what to say. I kind of stumble over myself every week saying this and everything I say, but uh, you make it worth doing, and if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't do it because it's a lot of fun, and we screw around, and we talk baseball and shop and blah, blah, blah. But to all of the pad people, I raise my glass, uh, especially uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Jason Hicks and Mr. Jeff Carlson, I raise my glass. Uh, I want DeYoung to hit at least 270. Honestly, I would love to see DeYoung focus more on walks than home runs. Uh, if Marp looks good at third base, do you see no uh, Mo tearing up that option and extending him a couple years? No, I don't. I, look, I do think that Mr. And I don't think it's a Mo issue. Like, this is something we've talked about in the past with Matt Carpenter. One thing that Mr. DeWitt Jr. has talked about a lot is he likes legacy players. And while we might not view Matt Carpenter as, like, your typical legacy player, uh, I think the Cardinals will do a lot to keep him in the birds on the bat for his entire career. I don't think they tear it up and extend him. I think more than likely they they 
pick up the option if he has a good year at third, and then they they talk about going like yearly, kind of like Wayno did, or giving him like a three year kind of like uh, actually more than likely now that I'm talking it out. I think you're looking at more of a Yachty situation than a Wayno situation here. Uh, I, I wouldn't say an extension, but uh, before they pick up the option. Uh, have you been pinched for not wearing green? No, no. I didn't even know that that was a thing, to be honest with you. No, I've made a lot. I've just made so many terrible jokes about the Irish guys. It's, it's been one potato famine joke after potato famine joke all day for me. Uh, the bloody IRA. Uh, it's not a party until someone has the their junk out at Kiefer. Why is somebody at? Don't at Kiefer Dean Roach there. Although I do appreciate Kiefer if he's going to take his junk out. Uh, have you been pinched for not wearing? Uh, it's not a party. We went there. Resign Goldie might be Carpenter's death sentence as a Cardinal. Uh, at least maybe it should be. I don't know. Like I think Matt Carpenter still has a couple good years uh, at the plate ahead of him. I, I don't think that re-upping Goldie changes the Cardinals' view on him long term. Uh, I, I think that – I really do. I swear by this. I think that Mr. DeWitt will do everything he can to keep Matt Carpenter in the organization for as long as possible. I'll be in St. Louis for the Pirates Series May 10th through 12th. Will you be at Bush? Uh, it'd be cool to meet. Now, I don't know if I'll be at Bush. A lot of times with the Cardinals, I have to play it by ear when I go down there. But just keep coming at me, uh, Ralph. And, like, get into my DMs. Tell me when you're going to come. Keep reminding me, and I'd love to meet up. Uh, I'm all about being at the stadium and meeting up with cool people. Baseball sucks. Talk about the NFL. Yeah, footballs. Go footballs. Uh, did Ashley get you a green beer? No, Ashley did not get me a green beer. Uh, let's see. We did have a bunch of Mexican food tonight, though. Uh, Carpenter's getting older. I don't think many teams are going to want him for more than a year. Uh, yeah, yeah, one or two years. I mean, what? after this year, he'll be 35, right? Next year's his age 35 season. It'd be hard for him to get a couple extra years. Uh, year-to-year basis, something like that. I think that makes sense, Quinn. Break down the AAF. Uh, I can break down the bloody IRA, and that's good. I'm going to be able to do for you. Uh, thoughts on the cargo signing from Drake Mann. I didn't know anyone signed cargo. I had no idea. Uh, did, who signed Carlos Gonzalez? My thoughts about the Carlos Gonzalez. So here's a great thing about baseball, right, and about sports. And I'm taking this from Doug Vaughn uh, the morning after. They do an amazing show. Check it out. But when you get to things like this, uh, you, you can just say whatever you want. Like, watch. This is how this is how you, you uh, like, grade out. You analyze a trade that you didn't even know happened. You go... You know, here's what I think is I think the team upgraded. And I think that right now the roster is stronger today than it was yesterday. And I'll tell you what, sometimes you need a hitter and sometimes you don't need a hitter. Sometimes you need an outfielder and you don't need an outfielder. And that team is in the position where they need both a hitter and an outfielder. Uh, they went and got the guy that they targeted. Uh, it might have taken a little bit longer than normal, but they got him and now they can move forward. Great, right? I didn't say anything at all. Not anything at all. And I was right. <laughs> And that's what they do on ESPN. Uh, Indians signed Cargo. Good for them. They need another outfielder. Uh, the Indians minor league deal. Uh, Johnny Football, that's all I know about the AAF. Yeah, he's not even there, right? Didn't he get his, like, didn't uh, Johnny Manziel get, like, banned from the AAF for, like, the rest of his life or something? I don't know. Uh, I'm actually really impressed by that breakdown. See, look, any idiot can do it. If I can do it, any idiot can do it. You just keep it as general as possible, and you know what? I was right. And the one thing, I, I, all I had to do was say, you know, it's a low-risk move. It's a low-risk move. Low-risk move. No problem at all. Low-risk. 
Uh, can I believe you're pad with Ashley? Oh, hold on. Wait, no, no, no. Uh, I can't believe you're doing pad with Ashley before me, Graham. Hey, look, if you would have, if your parents just would have had sex like six months earlier and conceived you, then we could be doing pad right now. Uh, that's your parents, that's our parents' fault, right? I'll talk to mom and dad at dinner tomorrow night and we'll get it all squared away. Uh, I agree though. I agree. It should be you. But one day you'll be here around, right on my lap, Graham. Uh, he pledged to the AFL. He signed with the AAF. Whatever the hell it is. All right. So to everybody at uh, 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 the Birds on the Black, you guys know I love that Cardinals gifts like a brother. He's he's an amazing human being. Uh, I, I love him. I love him. <laughs> yeah, the Graham adoption show. I just talked about banging him when he turns eighteen, and this is this is adopting him for sure. Uh, Wayno and Yadi are the only players who have been the Cardinals longer than Carpenter. Uh, there you go. Uh, so everybody, birds on the block. You guys know I love Cardinals gifts. He's my he's my brother from another mother. Uh, freaking cards gets a little hat tip there. Nicholas Childress does the media. I'm anxious for him and Sue Styles to get together and give you the daily recaps when the season gets fired up. I'm so happy and excited for that. Uh, ben Sarudi did our projection systems. They're awesome. They're dead on. I guarantee. I, I'm, I'm gonna guess that they're gonna be closer than you'll find anywhere else. I love what Ben did there. Eric Manning and Chuck Brownson are doing some amazing stuff. I think I assuming I don't even know if they exist to be honest with you. Uh, but they're with Birds on the Black, so we tip our hat. Cards, cards. Do Whatever he does, God only knows. Uh, whatever that is. Uh, <laughs> uh, then we have Tara. And Tara has done this like amazing thing where she's carved out her own little section of the blog sphere and Birds on the Black. She's doing minor details. She's doing chirps with Alex Crisofoli, which is incredible and I love and you need to check out. Uh, she's doing the Winter Wonderland, which I'm sure is about ready to come to an end as the season gets fired up. But that was amazing. Uh, keep an eye out for all their stuff. Everyone in our little our little section of the world is amazing. And speaking of minor th minor details, rather that Tara's taking part in, Adam Van Grack is doing that too, and it's all amazing. And especially with news today, where the Blue Jays are finally paying their minor leaguers a living wage and then some, and then also with the the article that Emily Walden wrote for the Athletic. Again, I didn't get to read it, talking about the lives, what it's like to live as a minor leaguer. Uh, nothing but good work is being done. So to all the people at Birds on the Black who I love, who I feel privileged to be a part of and to call uh, uh, co-workers, if you will, I raise my glass. Uh, Shield Faces, Tara's minor league stuff is great. Both Tara and Adam Van Grack, what they've been doing has been incredible for the minor details. So I raise my glass to all of them. And that's all I've got for you, fam. We've been at it for like an hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes, something like that. Uh, you guys know how it is. We were, we're narrowing down Sundays. We only have a couple left. Uh, we'll see you again next Sunday at 8 o'clock Central Time. Uh, if you watch this or if you're listening to this on the podcast, you're a part of the resistance. Uh, we love each and every one of you. Uh, check out the Dirty 35. Tomorrow we'll have prospect number six, Genesis Cabrera. You're going to want to read that. On Tuesday we'll have the podcast. Uh, it, it might come from a shower. It might come from a bathhouse. It might come from a sauna. It might come from Graham's parents' bedroom. We're just going to have to wait and see where it takes us. That'll be over prospects 10 through 6. Uh, check that out. And then once we get through there, that gets us to our top five and the final little bit of the Dirty 35 countdown. Uh, that will send me on a hiatus for a little bit afterwards. So I'm really excited about that to get that out to you. Uh, for everybody at Birds on the Black, everybody at Prospects After Dark, I'm Kyle Reese. I'm your host. Uh, thank you so much for taking taking time out of your Sunday to be a part of this. I hope you enjoyed. You can always DM me if you have any questions or thoughts. Uh, as always, uh, happy hunting, family. Uh, we have a big week of Cardinal baseball ahead of us. I think this is an important week that will give us an indication of what we might be seeing in the season. Uh, other than that, that's all I have for you. And, uh, you know, potato famine.